Hallelujah. 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 Father, your word is true. From generation to generation, you remain the same. We exalt your name. And we join the heavenly host to say, you are the great I am. Let all our worship, let all our praise be ascribed unto you this morning. Receive our worship. Receive our praise. Let it come unto you as a sweet smelling savour. In the name of Jesus. Today, Lord, we come before you one more time. We pray that the counsel of heaven will be made known. Speak to us as we sit at your feet. Lord, let the counsel of heaven be established. Leave men and women in this place restless after you speak. That they will seek you like never before. I am just an ordinary vessel. Use this vessel of clay. Use my tongue to write internal truths in the hearts of men. And Father, I covenant that all the glory will be yours at the end. In the name that is above all names. The name of Jesus. And let the redeemed shout a big amen. I said let the redeemed shout a big amen. I'm glad to be here again. And to bring the word of God to you. Those who have been attending since Friday, I believe you have been blessed. If you have been blessed, as God has spoken to you, wave your hand to Jesus and give God the glory. I'm beginning to hear some good testimonies and I'm very happy. People are beginning to tell me in my ears, the spirit of the Lord spoke to me. I drove home and I've been restless. And I give God all the glory. Because only the spirit of God can do that. I did not come here to preach a sermon. I'm sure you've heard a lot of them. I came here to release the glory of God. So the glory of God can make somebody uncomfortable. So that they can serve God the right way. To God be the glory. Amen. I want to thank Pastor again. It is always glad to be, I'm always glad to be part of this house and what God is doing here. I have a few minutes this morning. And I want to trust God that I won't preach. God will speak. I say I will not preach. God will speak. Many of you are beginning to get tired of just sermons, you know. You want to hear God. I'm tired myself, you know. People are just preaching a lot. Getting all the theology. Theology cannot help nobody. The word of God will transform people. I've done a lot of the theology myself up to the doctorate level. It's, it's a mess. Go to those institutions now, it's more head knowledge than God. And I'm asking myself if we give you all the certificates and we don't give you God, what difference does it make? I believe that even in this age and time, they need to tear down most of those theological faculties down because the men have become carnal. We want to seek men of the spirit that will be able to leave something behind. I share this testimony with all humility. I, I was sitting in a, in, a, in a class while in grad school. A professor came up to me, and this was not one professor. He said to me, we sit, you sit here, but the things that every time you open your mouth and say, 
It's like we've read all the books and we haven't acquired. And I said to them with all humility, like David, when you sit in the presence of the Holy Spirit, you will become wiser than your teachers. You will become wiser than your teachers. You will open the scriptures and God will begin to teach you. He will begin to teach you from the word of God. Not just what theology tells you. I don't want to be conventional. I want to be run with the Holy Ghost. So when I come to town, demons will go out of town. For Samuel chapter 9, I'm going to start reading from verse number 3. The Bible says, And the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, Take now one of the servants with thee and arise and go seek for the donkeys. I want to use the word donkeys this morning even though I'm reading the King James Version. Asses and donkeys, same thing. Glory to God. But let me use donkeys for the morning. Amen. Let me bring it to the 21st century. Glory to God. Are you okay with that? Praise the Lord. And he passed through Mount Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalshah. But they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, and there they were not. And they passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they found them not. And when they were come to the land of Zoph, Saul said to his servant that was with him, Come and let us go return, lest my father leave caring for the donkeys and take toll of us. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in this city a man of God. Not a preacher. There is a man of God. If the Bible you own is yours, underline in this city, there is a man of God. And he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go there, Thider. Paraventure he will show us our way. That we should go. And then Saul said to his servant. But behold if we go. What shall we bring to the man? For the bread is spent. And our vessels. And there is nothing to present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again. And said behold I have here. At hand a fourth. Part of a shekel of silver. That will I give. To the man of God to tell us our way. Before time in Israel, when men went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. And Saul said to his seven, Well said, come let us go. So they went and unto the city where the man of God was. I don't want to take too much time reading, but when you go back home, you can read all the way to verse 20 because that's where I'm going to be drawing what I'm going to be speaking to you in the next couple of minutes. But I want to talk to you on what the Spirit of God will have me title this morning, The Opening of Strange Doors. Look at your neighbor, say the opening 
You're not talking to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor. Say the opening of strange doors. Like I said this week, God is beginning to break the convention. God doesn't move in the conventions anymore. God is beginning to shift tradition. And God is beginning to seek men of the spirit. In these last days, men of convention will be left behind. Men stuck with tradition, they will be left behind. Those who will know the dust, saith the Lord, they will be used powerfully of the Lord. I'm talking about men that would defy tradition. Men that would defy leadership. They will look into leaders in Washington and they will tell them without fear what the Lord is saying. The Bible says, when Samuel came to anoint one of the sons of Jesse, just the news that Samuel was in town made the people to tremble. That they began to ask him, have you come in peace? When men are carriers of the word of God and the carrier of the presence of Elohim, when you enter a city, cities should shift upside down. Not that you walk to town and every devil is where they are supposed to be. I'm talking about when you get to town, the devils will go to vacation. I said they will go on vacation because you are coming to town. You didn't hear what I said? Because you are coming with so much light that the devil will say, bo, 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 brother water is coming in town. We don't want any of his trouble. We are out of here. You don't know the man of the gatherings? You think that the storm that Jesus experienced with his disciples on the waters was for nothing? No. The demons on the other side, they had sense that the one that was bringing the one deliverance was on the way coming. And they were trying to sink the boat so that the man would not be free. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But what they carried overturned everything. And I'm here to tell you because of what you carry, there is no devil in hell that can stop you. I said last night, there are some trains you stand on their tracks, they will take you out. <laughs> Pastor, they're not hearing what I'm saying. You become a force, a force that no demon in hell can reckon with you. The opening of strange doors. Say with me, the opening of strange doors. Do you remember the man in Luke chapter 5? From verse number 18, who had a paralysis? How many of you know what I'm talking about? He was suffering from paralysis, the Bible says. And Jesus was preaching somewhere in town. And four of his friends wanted him to have an encounter. They wanted him to do what? 
have an encounter. The Bible says the presence of the Lord was present to heal the sick. Today people have religious gatherings. But I'm telling you, when God begins to walk with people, people will not gather religiously. The presence of God will gather people. And the Bible says, listen to this. The Bible says, these friends carried their own friend and they were bringing the man so that they can bring him to the presence of Jesus so Jesus can heal the man. But when they got to the sin, pastor, the place was jammed apart. Everywhere was the crowd. And access was denied. If that were some of you, you would have just been on your way home and you would have said, at least I tried. I made an attempt. At least we came to see Jesus and the crowd was too much and we went home. Hello. I'm talking about people who when they set their hearts spiritually to get something, nothing turns them around until they have obtained what they are seeking for. You're not hearing what I'm saying this morning. I'm talking about men who when they say the cancer will go, there is no demon in hell that will be able to stop you. If you're hearing me shout hallelujah. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The Bible says when they got there, the crowd was everywhere. They could not get in because of the crowd. It's not like Jesus was inside. They were just waiting for Jesus to, you know, for them to come. And then, oh, brother, please come. Go put him. No, 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 no. They got that the crowd was too much. There was no way to get in. And I'm telling you, life today is presenting a lot of obstacles for us to be able to get to the presence of Jesus. If you think to experience God and have an encounter with God is going to be easy, you are in for the wrong business. Did you hear what I just said? To be able to encounter God, everything will stand against you. I said for you to be able to encounter his presence, everything will come against you for you to have that encounter. But you see, child of God, you must make up your mind before you leave where you are that it doesn't matter, come shine, come rain. You will access what God has put in your heart for you to access. Come on, let me hear somebody shout hallelujah. If you hear that shout hallelujah. The Bible says that God there, every door was closed. Every access denied. And they said, we are not going back. We have traveled too far. We are not turning back. Denial is not an option. We came back, we came here today to see our friend healed. We are not going back. Whether the conventional door opens or not, we will open a door. Halakabada. Pastor, they're not hearing what I'm saying this morning. Whether the conventional door gives me access or not, there is a door I will get in. Come on, you're not talking to me here. Whether the conventional door opens or not. You see, you see, I just went out a few minutes ago after I finished preaching up there. And I went out to my car just, you know, to get a little bit change of something. You know, when I went out, they didn't know I was outside. 
in that old lock shot in my face. I was trying to come in. Thank God the brother met me outside. I was there on the door. I left my phone everything. I was wondering how am I supposed to get in now. There was nobody. Thank God he met me. Then he went around and then got me in. Just now. A few minutes ago. And then I came through. A little key is a small piece of metal. If you don't have that key, it denies you access. <laughs> I'm here to tell you, God has given you the keys of the kingdom. And listen to me. Keys simply means access. If you don't have the key, access denied. Who knows what I'm talking about? Passwords are keys. Your own key to your car. If you don't have it, you're stuck. You're not talking to me. They got there. When they got the pastor, they wanted to get in. So they came. Every access denied. It was in their face. Everybody was there seeking for something. And they are not ready to let the guy have a chance. And they said, well, if we let this thing happen, we are going home. And we are returning home with the situation the way we came. But I'm telling somebody this morning, when you come ready to seek God, when you come ready to seek God, when you come ready to have an encounter, there is no man, there is no woman, there is no devil from the pit of hell that will deny you the access to have an encounter with God. I say nothing. I say nothing. Who am I talking to? Can I talk to the younger generation here? I said nothing. If you're hearing me, shout hallelujah. Nothing will stop me from having an encounter with God. The younger generation listening to the sound of my voice here, I know what you are dealing with. I preach a lot in a lot of university campuses and around the world. As I travel, everywhere I go, the same challenges. There is a crowd fighting them. There is the war of the mind. The war in the computers. Don't look at me like that. I know what I'm talking about, okay? Are you listening to what I'm saying? But you say, I came here to talk to somebody. Nothing will deny you access. I say nothing will deny you access. If you're hearing me, shout hallelujah. I say if you're hearing me, shout hallelujah. They got there. When they got there, they said... We are getting in. Look at your neighbor say, I am getting in. No, you're not talking to your neighbor. Look at your neighbor say, I'm getting in. Which means, I don't care how tough it becomes. I will keep pressing. I will keep pressing. They got there. And I'm sure a brother said, well, can't we just go home? Go where? Home? Before we left home, we saw our friend walking. We can't go home. We are going home with this guy walking. I came here crippled, but I'm going home walking. I came here crippled, but I'm going home walking. I came here prayerless, I'm going home a prayer warrior. I came here not an intercessor, but I'm returning an intercessor. Come on, somebody, who am I talking to here? I this year began without me meditating upon the word of God and living the way I'm supposed to live. But I saw I'm returning with the glory of God upon my life. Somebody shout hallelujah. And I don't have to go through the conventional door. I will break the convention. So before they knew it, oh, before they knew it, these guys, they found their way to the roof. How? I don't know. 
But they got to the roof, I tell you the truth. They didn't seek for permission on who had the house. They didn't ask questions. Who is the landlord? We will sue you. It's none of my problems. My problem now is for my friend to walk. Sir, you follow convention, you will lose. But when you break protocol, sometimes heaven will honor you. They, they, they don't hear what I'm saying, sir. Do you know the woman of the issue of blood? Her healing came because she broke protocol. Oh, goodness. I said she broke protocol. She broke the convention. If she stayed in a house waiting that Jesus would come meet her there, she would have died. If blind Bartimaeus had followed the instruction of the people, she would not have seen again. Are you hearing what I am saying? Men will try to stop you. Devils from the pit of hell will try to stop you. But I came here to tell you when the spirit of God comes upon your life, conventions will be broken. And when they are broken, men will receive their healing. If you receive that shout, hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here? They broke the rooftop. Cracked the rooftop open. And lowered their friend. Did you hear what I said? They fought physical barriers. What kind of barriers? Physical barriers. They fought it. When they claimed, they broke it. Whoever owned the house was not their business. They broke it. Lowered their friend. When their friend came down, before Jesus, they began to fight religious spirits. You're not talking to me. The Pharisees and the scribes sat there and said, huh? Who is he to say your sins are forgiven you? Listen to me. After you fought physical barriers, you will fight religious devils. There are devils that are religious devils. They are not spiritual. They sound like God, but they are not God. You're not talking to me. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? Long story short, they broke that convention. The door that was open was not a common door. It was a strange door. Yet their friend went down. And Jesus jacked him out of that situation. I'm here to tell you, it doesn't matter the door you cross through to get in. The way you have to get in is get in to meet Jesus. Get in to have an encounter with him. And I'm telling you, God will bring you out of the situation you are in. If you believe that, lift your hands and shout, Hallelujah! Let me bring this to a close so you can understand because my time is against me. Listen to this. I just read a story of a man called Kish. You've read that story, right? He had a son called Saul. The man lost his donkeys. He lost what? Everything. And then he told his son, go seek for my lost donkeys. The guy comes out of there, takes his servant, and they go and start seeking the donkeys. They climbed every mountain, went down every valley. They could not find the donkeys. Are you hearing what I'm saying? They climbed every mountain, they went down every valley, entered every city, and they could not locate the lost donkeys. I'm here to tell somebody, many of you have been climbing mountains, you've been going down valleys, and the things you are seeking for, you haven't found satisfaction. Can I tell you, satisfaction and fulfillment will not come by you climbing the mountains. It will not come by you going down the valleys. It will come when you will have an encounter with the word of God. Who am I talking to, Pastor? Am I talking to the... the if you are hearing me, wave your hand to Jesus. They climb mountains... 
They went down valleys. They did not find what they were looking for. To the point where now Saul says, let us go home, lest our father stop worrying about the donkeys, and then we now become the thing of concern. And the servant said to him, we are not done. How many of you thank God for the Holy Ghost? I'm telling you, when you come to a place where your flesh gets weary, the Holy Ghost will tell you, we are not done. He will tell you, we are not going back. The mission out here was to get the donkeys. Pastor, we are not going home until we get the donkeys home. Remember when Jesus said, go down to this village. You will see a donkey that is tied. You will see it. Amen, somebody. When you see the donkey, lose him. When you are referring to animals, you don't use the word him. You use the word it. So he didn't say lose it. He said lose him. Which means it was not just an animal. It was someone that had been tied. And he said the master has use of him. If you go there, there will be men policing the donkey. They wouldn't want the donkey to go. There will be men making sure the donkey is not taken away. But when they ask, don't tell them you want it. Tell them the master has need of him. And when the master has need of something, the deliverance of that thing will come. Yes. Pastor, am I talking to somebody here? The master has need. So this servant said to Saul, we are not going home. He said, there is a man of court in this city. We are in the right city. We are in the right city. The city where we are about to give up is the city where there is a man of God. How did the servant know? That there was a man of God in that city. I am here to tell you, the Holy Ghost has been given to you to serve you. And with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will give you the right word. And it will give you the right word. It will not let you go back. It will bring you to a place of encouragement. When your flesh, your spirit comes low, it will bring you to the place where you will not give up. And you will seek for the deliverance you are looking for. Somebody shout hallelujah. Who am I talking to here? Wave your hand to Jesus. And he said, look at this. He said, he said, even if we are to go see the man of God, we don't have anything to present to the man because we can't come to the word empty. The word does not cash on nothing. It cash on faith. It cash on the spirit of God. You can't come to believe the word and you don't bring your expectation and you come thinking that God is going to work magic. God is not a magician. God operates with something. He that cometh to me must believe first. That he is, and that he is a rewarder of they that diligently seek him. So if you want to approach the father, approach the father with faith. Approach the, am I talking to somebody here? Come seeking for an encounter. He said, we don't have anything. And the servant said, you think you, we don't have anything. But I have something. Because when you run dry, the Holy Ghost does not run dry. The Holy Ghost always has something you can approach the Father with. 
Come on, somebody, talk to me. How many of you wave your hand if you're hearing what I am saying? Wave your hand if you're hearing what I am saying here. Wave your hand to Jesus. I say, wave your hand to Jesus if you're hearing something here. He said to him, he said, there is something we can take to the man of God. And they sought for where the man was. Long story short, pastor, let me close. Because this, I'm telling you, I'm just introducing my, the message. Those, he went and he said, <laughs> where is the man of God that is in the city? They were seeking for him. Until they were asking some young maidens, where is the man of God? And they said, the man of God has gone up to the mountain of prayer. You must run after him. Are you ready for encounters? Some of you, the way you do business with God, it is written everywhere you are not ready. I'm telling you when people are serious and they are seeking God and they are seeking for major turnarounds, they become crazy. Oh, Amen. you see, the, the problem with you is that you are too normal. You are too normal. And God doesn't work with conventional people. You see, that's why he used Paul, because Paul is crazy. Oh, I say he used Paul mightily because Paul was crazy. You stand on his way, Jesus will move you out of the way. Am I talking to somebody here? They ran after the man of God. And when they run to seek the man of God, the Bible says they met the man of God. And the Bible says when they, before they appeared, God had spoken to the man of God about Saul. Can I shock you? Saul was seeking for donkeys. But God was seeking for Saul. Did they hear what I just said? Men of God, Hannah was seeking for a child. God was seeking for a prophet. God said, Hannah, keep praying. Keep praying. Hannah said, Lord, give me a child. I need a man child. And God said, you woman, keep praying. Develop your spiritual womb. Let it be the womb that the prophet can grow inside. You are seeking for a child, but I'm seeking for a prophet. And I need a womb that a prophet can grow inside. Woman, keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Are you hearing what I am saying? Continue to pray. Let your spiritual womb have some spiritual momentum. Because God wants wombs that are spiritual so he can grow what he wants to grow. Hannah is seeking for a son. God is seeking for a prophet. Who is listening to what I just said? Saul is seeking for her father's donkeys. And God is seeking for the next king of Israel. Who am I talking to here? Somebody lift up your hands and shout hallelujah. Somebody lift up your hands and shout hallelujah. Somebody lift up your hands and shout hallelujah. Say with me, the opening, the opening of strange doors. The opening of strange doors. The guy comes to another city. Imagine, man of God, they had climbed mountains, went down valleys, everywhere they went. They could not find the donkeys. The donkeys had traveled so far that when they met the prophet, God had already told the prophet, the guy you see 
is the guy I told you about. You remember the guy I told you about? The one that will be king over Israel? This is the guy. He will come, he will be telling you he's looking for donkeys. But the real thing he is looking for is not what he's looking for. It is what I am looking for. Many of you, you think what you are looking for is what you need. But what you are looking for is just going to be a bridge to bring you to what God is looking for. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Do you know that, Pastor? Most often, people find themselves in situations, they start to pray, they start to seek the face of God, and they begin to pray, and they travail. And they don't know that in their travail, why they are doing so, God is birthing an intercessor. God is birthing an intercessor. But God used a situation to birth an intercessor. He used a situation to birth a preacher. He used a situation to birth a worshiper. Am I talking to somebody here? A tough situation became the platform where God now is using for his own glory. I close. Look at this. If you are hearing God, wave your hand one more time. I say, if you are hearing God, wave your hand one more time. Look at this, look at this, look at this. Let's go on the keyboard, somebody, thank you. Look at this. <laughs> Saul, brother Saul finds himself. The man of God has already spoken about him. Man of God said, what are you looking for? As though he didn't know. <laughs> I'm looking for my father's donkeys. The prophet said to him, he didn't say, I will look for them. He said, they have been found. What? What? I thought I came here for you to tell me where they got lost and gotten. So are you telling me, man of God, that these last three days, what I was seeking for, you found them? Yeah. Because I'm not a man that looks for things in the flesh. I'm a man of the spirit. And I can tell you not tomorrow that the donkeys you are looking for, they will not be found. They have been found. You will not be healed. You are healed. not become a preacher for I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb and I set you apart to become a prophet to the nations listen to me son you are just hearing this for your first time but before you were formed in your mother's womb I knew you and I set you apart it is today that you know where the donkeys are but before you came I had found your donkey. Oh, I don't know what it is, what it is, what it is you've been seeking for. But I'm here to tell you the thing you are seeking for is not the real thing you need. The thing you are seeking for, you are seeking for something. And God is also seeking for something. The problem here is what you want is not what God wants. And oftentimes God will use your passion for what you're seeking for to get what he needs. How many of you heard what I just said?
come on, come on. The opening of strange doors. Opening of strange doors. Saul in his last, he could not think that he will come to a prophet. And then the prophet will tell him that the donkeys have been found. Are you kidding me? You just saw my face for your first time. Sir, even if you found strange donkeys wandering in your yard, how did you know they were Kish's donkeys? If I could approach you, you already said they have been found. So which means for a long time, Pastor, God has been waiting for people. But they are just the ones who don't know the location where God has been waiting for them. Some of you, God has been waiting for you to step into full time. Some of you, God has been waiting for you to serve him. But you think that all these hurdles and all these hustles you are going through is for what you are seeking for. My friend, you will turn around, climb every mountain and go down every valley. At the end of the day, you will meet God where he has been waiting for you. Come on, stand up on your feet, everybody in this house. Listen to this. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. 